Here's a message from Ken Lavica. It's been two weeks since the Heat were in the NBA Finals, and we're still taking fluke criticism. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. I promise that I'm not being overly sensitive. Am I being kind of sensitive? Probably. Kind of sensitive. Overly sensitive? I mean, Theo, you know me for a while. You've seen me sensitive. Oh, come on. I don't think I'm being overly sensitive in this situation. No, yeah. If, if so, it's like, you know, we would have heard some sound effects already. Yeah, well, all right. We would have been over the top. <laughs> it would have been a whole ridiculous production at yeah. this point. Um, when when you have an NBA team, right, that uh, that features Jimmy Butler, that features Bam Adebayo, that, uh, that, that has Eric Spolster as your head coach, that has Pat Riley running the front office, and you, you, you get to the NBA Finals after beating the, uh, the one seed, the Knicks. Sorry, Dr. Goldhaber. The, uh, the two seed, the Celtics. And you, you go to the NBA Finals. Um, I would expect that the F word, fluke, would have disappeared by now. Mm. Yet, um, yet here we are. We're still, still trying to answer questions about whether or not the Heat were a fluke according to unnamed, always unnamed, unnamed NBA executives. Ken Levick alive on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the gross and uncomfortable Intracoastal. Stone the Banner, it's Friday Night Lights. Radio Life Partner runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 in his regular Monday seat. And our good friend, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, the ENT extraordinaire, hanging out with us the first hour today on his Monday. He's already busy. He's already seen patients. He is already making the world a better place. And he comes here and he's allowed to just sort of let loose here for an hour. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. You hear me talk about him. This man is improving your life, your ear issues, nose issues throat issues goldhabersinus.com he's literally a click away get your consultation with dr neil goldhaber goldhabersinus.com goldhabersinus.com it has been a while it is great to see you didn't really have a chance to talk to you after the heat eliminated the knicks um we'll let bygones be bygones no That's stop, fine. stop. Uh, how's your yankee season going though up and down. Thank you. Know what I thank you God every day. Thank God I'm not a Met uh-huh. fan. That's what I was just about to say. He stole oh, my thunder. Man, as bad as bad as it's been for the Yankees, or at least as up and down as Dr. Goldhaber put it, it has not been like the Mets. Is Aaron Judge worth the money or what? <sighs> He's wow. that team. He's that whole team. Wow. He's that toe? whole team. Yeah, I, I don't understand too. Like, what's the point of because uh, oh, a toe sprain. Toe sprain. The team says toe sprain, and then he comes out, and I'm sure the Yankees are like, Aaron, and he's like, oh, yeah, ripped up ligament in my toe. Like, oh, you weren't supposed to say that, but what's the point of hiding that? I don't understand. Internal yeah. optimism? I don't, I don't understand either, but uh, that was some catch he made that maybe ruined their whole season. It could it could have know? been. could have been where he knocks the wall down. Um, would, would you mind indulging me, Dr. Goldhaber, in a little story time here? A little, a little read time. Theo, may I read to you? I love that. I'd okay. love that. Stone, may I, may I read to you? Just because your voice is so lovely. All right. I'm going to soothe you with the musings of Zach Lowe today on ESPN.com, okay? ESPN senior writer Zach Lowe. The headline, what rival teams are debating about the Miami Heat's shocking run to the NBA Finals. As rival teams watch the Miami Heat climb out of the play and muck it into the NBA Finals, many discuss the same question internally. What, if anything, can we learn from this? For some executives, the answer was very little. The Heat's run, the thinking went, was some combination of a fluke and a reversion to normal for a team that had gone cold from three-point range all season. 
Would they have survived even one round had Giannis and Tenenkupo not injured his back in the first game of Miami's first-round series against the Milwaukee Bucks? By the way, in games Giannis played in the Heat, were 3-0 and in that series. Just saying. The Heat won most of that series in crunch time thanks to their own steady play in a series of inexplicable meltdowns from a veteran Milwaukee team that won the title only two years before. Miami for the playoffs was minus 50 in the first three quarters in an incredible plus 85 in fourth quarters and overtime. Some of that was the Heat's own scorching long-range shooting after clanking away to a 34% mark on threes in the regular season. 27th overall, they drained 38% in the playoffs. The Heat rode a heater to the final. Skeptics wondered, what can we learn from that? How is make-way more threes than expected a replicable strategy? Others arrived at the same conclusion from most the opposite starting point. They cited tracking data suggesting the Heat in the regular season had generated almost the same shot quality as in last season when they hit a league-best 38% from threes and finished with the top record in the East. But for some teams, here's the point and the worry. What if the Heat's run was proof that in the era of load management, three-point shot variance in the play-in tournament, the regular season now matters much less? What would it mean if the play-in, the new collective bargaining agreement, and other factors were ushering in an era of unprecedented parity to a sport that had been defined by predictability and inevitability of dynasties? Here's and and whether the playoffs are formatted correctly, and if there's too many teams in the postseason, that's a whole separate discussion for a different day, Doctor Goldhaber. That is an entirely different show that we've sort of dipped our toe into before, regardless. But why have all of these teams eligible for the postseason if any time a lower seed like the Heat were an eight seed go deep into the postseason or go to the finals? Like it's not going to just end at the Heat. This will happen down the road again at some point, and we're going to be asking the same questions: How does this happen? Why did this happen? Oh no, death to the league! Uh, we 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 all these leagues want parity, and as soon as parity comes, all of a sudden it's. <gasps> Pearl clutch. By God, how did this happen? Is the league falling apart? Do we need to restructure everything? That's frustrating in and of itself. But with the Heat, this is a team that, as Zach Lowe pointed out, was the one seed in the Eastern Conference a year ago and came one inch, one Jimmy Butler miss from three away from going to the NBA Finals that vastly underperformed, went through injuries and a ton of load management in the regular season that actually played like the same team with the same core that they had last year when they were the one seed. That word fluke being thrown out there, I think is just so lazy. It's so simplified. I don't understand why people cannot wrap their head around the fact that, hey, this was the same team from last year. They just had one hell of a bad regular season. It's that simple. Well, I don't know. I think it's not that simple. I mean, I, I think, I think, of course, you know, I'm going to say yes. I think they were a fluke, right? <laughs> but how can you but say I mean, that? Well, because let's let's look at Webster's dictionary. I don't know if I'm looking at Webster's, right? That's Marion, right? Well, yeah, something like that. Hey, pick your dictionary. An, an unlikely chance occurrence, especially especially a surprising piece of luck, like the triumph was no fluke. Listen, but it depends on how far back you look for this year, mm-hmm. right? It was very unlikely, given sure. the way they played. And I understand injuries, et cetera, et cetera. But given the way they played, and again, they didn't they didn't they lose didn't they lose the first game of the play? I'm just I'm forgetting. Yeah, they did lose the first game. So, so I mean, they were home. they were one game from from being done. So given everything that happened in this definition of time, it was a fluke for this year. Now, now if you say, well, over the last two years, three years, it's not fluky, then maybe I get it. Yeah, see, and that's where I, I think you've got to determine what timeline you're yeah. working off of because, yeah, the regular season was underwhelming. We talked about it at length. It was a miserable regular season to watch. There were very few moments where you said to yourself, God, I love watching this Heat team. Like They just didn't exist. But this is a team that came one inch away from being in the NBA Finals three years out of five. Like That... This package, this group, this core, especially since Jimmy, and it's all coincided with Jimmy Butler. Three Three years years out of four, four, right. But since Jimmy Butler got to the Heat, it's been nothing but Eastern Conference Finals except for the bomb out in the first round against Milwaukee coming off the bubble. It's been Eastern Conference Finals or NBA Finals. Yeah. So, like, that's where I don't think it's a fluke. You just found a team that suddenly started playing to its its mean, not even to its highest ceiling, but to its mean based on what we've seen over the last three, four, five years. Well, what I like is, um, and this is a great job, vet move by you, Dr. Goldhaber, he changed. So we haven't really established where the goalposts are, 
where we're defining that the fluke happened. I live more in the long term. He's an established doctor. Yeah. He lives more in the short term. So he's saying specifically if you're taking it just this season, then yes, it's a fluke based on what we had prior knowledge of, which is the regular season, and then what they did in the postseason, it was different. It was more fluky. If you scale it out, because it's the same core, it's not like the Heat have a whole new bunch this year from last year and even the year no. before. It's the same it's core, It's almost guys. identical. Same coach, same play style since 2020, since the bubble. So if you scale it out to what the Heat team has showed us for the fat, for the uh, past four years, it's literally, if you want to talk flukes, the fluke was the regular season. The fluke yeah. was the 82 games sure. where maybe That's the Heat fair. didn't That's have as fair. much focus, did, where yeah. injuries came that in was here the and there, the rotations were different. Like, that was the fluke if we're talking flukes over a span of four years. But uh-huh. you're right. If we're talking just this season, then it starts to feel a little fluky. I think, though, we can easily pick out significantly greater sports flukes. Whether the oh, Heat yeah. this year are a fluke or not, there are way more examples of flukes. Like, honestly, if you want to go by the Celtics making the finals last year, that's a fluke, mm. more so than the oh, Heat. Yeah. The Heat coming as an eight seed and going to the finals this year. Let's like, talk that's about more it. fluky. Let's talk about it. So Boston. much so they've blown it, uh, not blown it up, but they've chopped off a significant piece. Said, "Hey, defensive player of the year, uh, go to Memphis. We're going to bring in the oft injured big man, former Nick Kristaps Porzingis. Mm. Uh, welcome to the fray. Hope you stay healthy. Like they've already made that adjustment because they're trying to match what the Heat have done over the last five years. Let's not forget." Celtics got through those bucks because Chris Middleton was gone. They got through the heat because Jimmy Butler missed that one three. And then the opening round, KD and Kyrie and James Harden, you know, we know what happened with that. It was an easy yeah. sweep because those guys were out of it by then. Like, it, it's – you're on to – I guess not James Harden, huh? James Harden had left by then. But you're on to something here. So That Celtics fluky team was a little bit more fluky than the heat. I just think there needs to be something that has happened random, like completely randomly – that is, you, you can't trace it back to anything um, for it to be a fluke. And so I was thinking about this this morning, Dr. Goldhaber. I'm like, man, I'm sort of half offended by this unnamed NBA executive or group of executives who are, they're fretting over, oh, uh, have the heat, have the heat unlocked something that, that is going to, to ruin the sanctity of the league? No, it was just a good team. That had a miserable regular season. As Theo pointed out, that was the fluke. And then they turned it on come playoff time. Is that sustainable? Being a fluke and being sustainable are two different things. What the Heat did, is that sustainable over a number of years? Uh Uh-uh. No, not at all. You can't just sleepwalk through regular seasons over and over and over again before it finally comes back to you. Um, You need an easier path. Um, That said, uh, it, it definitely, to me, was not a fluke based on the components. Like, a fluke to me is, and you'll appreciate this, I think, Dr. Goldhaber, was Lynn Sanity. It was super fun. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Lynn captured the attention of New York and, by extension, the basketball world for about 17 games. And then he met the big three, and mm. the big three smacked him down, and then he never was the same again. But you had that stretch of time as a Knicks fan where that was super fun, and nobody's going to sit there and say, oh, man. Uh, that was a really long time of dominance from Jeremy Lin, but it was enough where they made a damn documentary off of it. <laughs> well, that was it was a pretty special thing. Yeah. It was it was so unusual. And uh, thinking back, do you think if you asked him in private whether he should have taken that offer sheet from uh, from Houston at the time, I, maybe he'd say no. Although he'd maybe say yes. They gave him a lot of money. Sure he's going to take that money every yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so for me. I, I think Lynn's sanity is one of the bigger flukes of my lifetime. And it, a fluke comes off as very disrespectful. I understand that. But a guy like Jeremy Lynn, who actually carved out a pretty lengthy Good. NBA career, all things considered, I'm not ripping the guy. All I'm saying is that that dude played like uh, a perennial all-star for 14, 15, 16, 17 games before he became Jeremy Lynn again. That's a fluke. That's one of the biggest flukes of my sports lifetime. Um over the years, what's the flukiest thing you've seen in sports? I refuse to believe that 2022-2023 Miami Heat, a fluke. All they did was underperform, yes, an 82-game sample size, but then they played as we've seen them the previous five years throughout the course of the postseason. That's not a fluke. Over the years, what's the flukiest thing you've seen in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. So for you, Dr. Goldhaber, and you're pouring through your memory, what, what, what's something that stands out to you where you're like, yeah, 
that was really fluky, whether it frustrated you or just stood out to you. Well, well, I you know I can think about it based on teams, and I can think about it based on plays, mm. right? Oh, okay. So I, right, there's different no, there fluky plays, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I'm going to give you my little, you know, sort of a bridge list, and one sort of bleeds into the other. Okay, from a team standpoint, the the things that occurred to me just off the top of my head, all right. 1980 U.S. Olympic team, which made me yeah. love hockey as a pretty young guy. Okay? This was a team of college kids that were thrown together. Herb Brooks, we all know what happened in Lake Placid, uh-huh. right? This is a team that lost to the Russians at Madison Square Garden 10-4. to 4. Yeah, you got blasted. Blasted. Like a week and a half before the Olympics. Nobody started. was picking them to win a medal, let alone right. win the gold. So, so I, I would consider that, that definitely a fluke. That's a historic fluke. Num- yeah. Number one. Yeah. Number two, I was thinking about baseball. The 2006 uh, uh, St. Louis Cardinals won the World Series. They were 83-78. and 78. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Worst World yeah. Series winner in the history of Major League Baseball. Snuck their way in the playoffs. 83 and 78. Yeah. They won the World Series. That's that to me, that's fluky. Yeah. Now, now the, it, the Cardinals wants, did have a couple of championship teams within a, a six. But within a, here we go span. back to in a season, right. Yeah. Right. 83 and 78, you're barely 500, and they won the World Series. Yeah. I, right? Was there a thing that happened during the regular season? I don't know baseball enough to go back to my 06 Rolodex. Like, was there injuries? Was Pujols missing? I, I, or I, don't, I don't know the specifics, right. but I do remember them sneaking in, and then they just went on a run. Yeah, they, they absolutely rolled. Um, it, that was actually the year, too, that um, uh, Maglio Ardonias hit a, a walk-off uh, three-run homer to win the pennant for Detroit, mm. uh, and then they ran into St. Louis, and right. it was, it, right. that was it from there. And then the third team, which then leads into a play, to me, is is the uh, eight nineteen eighty three NC State oh, team that won won the championship. Calvano. When you said play, yeah. right? Well, no, that and that's going to lead into the, the play. play. The yeah. team was fluky. Now you can say why. Well, you, uh, if you remember the history of that, they were not a ranked team, and the only way they got into the tournament was they won the ACC tournament. Mm. They were not going to be chosen for that NCAA tournament. They 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 got they got through that tournament. They beat Michael Jordan's mm-hmm. NC t- uh, North Carolina team in the ACC tournament. Snuck it out, and then let's go into plays. And then Derek Wittenberg last play. Yeah. Lorenzo Charles. That's the flukiest one of the flukiest plays in history. See, and I, what I like what Doctor Goldhaber did is he's laying it out in different categories. You have season long flukes. Yeah. St. Louis Cardinals. You have. Uh, Individual play flukes. Well, yes, that NC State team you could consider as a team of fluke, but that play especially yeah. uh, being a fluke. Um, I just have a sequence throughout the course of a season that ended up being a fluke. I think we've probably covered. Now, Now, there's individual athletes as well. I suppose that covers that too, Jeremy Lin, that yeah. end up being flukes. But I think it's more painful, depending on, on, on uh, where you sit with this, the fluke play is the one uh, that drives you most and, crazy. And, and I'm just going to leave it with just two real quick, because we haven't talked football, because yeah. you could do this in every sport, oh, right? Yeah. The two flukiest football things that occurred to me off the top of my head was, again, New York Giant fan, David Tyree, the helmet catch. Yeah. That's pretty fluky. Yep. I yep. mean, I remember watching that live and go, oh, there's no way. And, and when you saw that, was just how that was a catch, and it was. And then you sort of feel like, wait, if that's happening... Then wait a minute. This could be this something could be bigger. That. And then yeah. and then for those older, but a fa- just as famous a play as Franco's immaculate reception. That's a fluky play. Yeah. Also, that's so, more fluky even than the Tyree catch. Uh, they're both they're both well well it's fluky just because it went yeah, off yeah, somebody because exactly. you can't like you can if you're if you're David Tyree you can say hey like I've done that before I've caught it I hold it against my head. like but to, for the ball to bounce off in the air it's an <laughs> oblong shape. And it still landed in your hands. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So that's my that's my. That's list. good. I I I mean, Doctor Goldhaber. I knew he was going to thrive off of this because he's just able to roll. Because I have a lot things. of useless knowledge in my head. Exactly. <laughs> and this I've is been his accused, outlet. I've been accused of that. Uh huh. This this is his outlet right here. Uh, so the the heat this year. Uh, NBA executives may think that they're a fluke, but they're not because all they did was they they played below their average of the last five years and then all of a sudden became what we've known them as the last five years that to me is not a fluke linsanity was a fluke as dr goldhaber pointed out david tyree catch fluke um uh, the the uh, you, you, the nc state 
uh, play to, to win the national championship over Houston. That was a fluke. Over the years, what's the flukiest thing you've seen in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, social media, at KLV1063. Jake tweets in, the greatest quarterback of all time only getting a chance to play meaningful snaps because of an injury involving internal bleeding. He's talking about Brady taking over for Drew Bledsill. That was a fluke play, fluke injury yeah, that wow. led to Tom Brady. If that doesn't happen, there might not be Tom Brady. That's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's a great one. If there is no tuck rule, tuck rule. I mean, you can go through Brady's. There career. might not be a. Tom Did you Brady. see the thirty for thirty on the uh, with with uh, with Brady and um, and Charles, Charles Woodson, Woodson, where Tom Brady yeah. basically admits, "Yeah, we got away with one." Oh my that was, god, what, that was so great. Annoying. By the way, but it was so great. It was, it was it was great. Get on my life, Brady. But he's, like, he's out. Ten years from now, he's going to be telling us all the other stuff he got away with in the NFL. Like the fighting right. ball. Right. 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 ball, yeah. spy gate. Yeah. I'm sure there's like ten Videos. Other. Yeah, He's yeah. going to have a list. And then we'll just have a good old laugh about yeah. it. <laughs> it was a <laughs> documentary. <laughs> Statute <laughs> of limitations. Oh, Seven oh. Super Bowls. Oh, funny, Brady. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys talking about? My team beat him twice. I know. You're the only one who can uh, who can sit there on a pedestal. Oh, talk and, about and, flukes. Oh. It can't well, be a fluke happened twice. You just said that it happened yeah. twice. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, wait, wait, the, wait, wait, hold on, the hold on, Mr. Individual Season Guy. And hold on. No, but it's twice. Giants, twice. It once once is a fluke. Yeah. Twice when, isn't. When you have the same seed. quarterback, the same quarterback, and the same coach, like, no matter what the core is around him in football, that's not fluky. All right. That's I'm just not saying. If it wasn't twice, I would agree with you. I'm yeah. just saying. Twice. Individually, like, in, Nick in Foles was a fluke. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick Foles was, Nick Foles was a fluke. fluke. <laughs> Nick Foles catching like random well, sprays. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, we've seen that. And again, it always comes back to the teams that I know the best. And remember, you know, the 1990 Giants, uh, Jeff Hostetler won the Super Bowl when Sims got yeah. hurt. You know, he was the backup and he won the Super Bowl, right? Nick, Nick Foles might be the one of the bigger overlooked flukes because wasn't that the same year as the uh, the referees killing the Saints? With the pass interference, no call. Is that the same year? I don't know. You might be right. I believe that's I don't the same one. Or no, that was there the Rams. That was the Rams New England Patriots. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. It happened. I think that was the same year as the Minneapolis Miracle. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Yeah, with Diggs. With Diggs. Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah. yeah. So, what's another fluky play? Right. Yeah. Right. But I, I just I I think that when you look at when you look at at the Giants situation, you do it twice to the Patriots. That's not a fluke. But it was like 07 and 2011. Yeah, because it's cl- but it's clear though. Four years can't figure out Tom Coughlin. Can't figure out Eli. <laughs> right? I sure. sorry. The great the great Bill Belichick. No, they had uh, their they had their, they had their number. That's that's yeah, all. That's they, true. And that's a thing. That's there. There's a such thing. What about you, Theo? What's your fluke? What's the the, the sports fluke that vastly outflukes this year's Heat team? How about we stick with football because um it it uh it still troubles me to this day to figure out what the hell got into Joe Flacco in 2012 in that postseason. I know Stone probably couldn't contain himself seeing a mediocre quarterback flash into an elite guy and lead his team to the Super Bowl that year. Not only Joe Flacco was the defense. But Joe (laughs) Flacco. Right. Well, that we know that. Joe Flacco was terrible all year, and in the playoffs, he didn't really make any mistakes. And maybe that was game planning. Maybe that was just like if you go back and study it, something they did. But isn't that team similar to the Trent Dilfer team with Tampa that won? It's kind of a no, similar. No, no, no. But the difference is Joe Flacco threw like twelve touchdowns that postseason. Like he wasn't just handing the ball off. Like the defense was great. And that was the reason why the Ravens won the Super Bowl. But Joe Flacco, I mean, remember he called himself elite afterwards, and we had to debate whether or not. Oh yeah, Joe is Flacco Joe Flacco was elite? elite? Was maybe the longest debate we've ever had in the history of sports yeah, like, radio, other than MJ or LeBron? Like there was a good three or four months where we had to have the so, legit. Like we were contractually obligated every day. Is Joe Flacco elite? We had a summer of is Joe Flacco elite? <laughs> that was a all dark based time. off one postseason run, and he never did anything like it before or again. Joe Flacco's 2012, right? Yeah, but I, I would argue though, Doctor Goldhaber, Joe Flacco had several deep playoff runs. It wasn't just that was isolated. No, Joe Flacco was was in the playoffs constantly. He didn't have any deep runs. He wasn't like slinging the ball around. That was that one year because yeah. after that they were like. He was participating in AFC championship games and in home playoff games. And like, there are greater flukes, I think, than Joe Flacco going to the winning the Super Bowl. Right. They weren't like sub 500 team and then out of nowhere. That's that's, that's true. But 
No, I agree. <laughs> no that that is, I think what takes the fluke out of the equation is that defense, right? Those guys on that defense, like they talk about, they win championships. Like without that defense, we're not even having this conversation. But right. I don't, can you be a fluke in, in the NFL? Can you be a fluke as a game manager quarterback when you are so statistically and I test solid defensively? Like those were elite right. Ravens defenses. Yeah. Joe Flacco's yeah. not asked to do a lot, and then he played above his means in that postseason especially, well, but it's not like he was a stranger to the playoffs. It's not like they they were three wins and then Super Bowl and then back to three wins. But he was also bad in the playoffs after that. Like he was <laughs> – like that's what we're missing in all of this is, yes, he was in those playoffs and he was participating, like you said. They gave him a nice little participation trophy, but he also was throwing the ball Which to was, the other team. at that point, the biggest contract in NFL history. <laughs> yeah, no, Think exactly. about that. There was a time in our lives, Dr. Goldhaber, that Joe Flacco Come was on. the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. Yeah, and here's the difference though between <laughs> like on, a, between a Hostetler and a uh, who do we say Flacco? Yeah. Those guys weren't the starters, so oh, they're less expected. So Hostetler was not the yeah, starter, yeah, yeah. And, Nick right. and neither wasn't the right. Either. Foles wasn't the starter. Right. So when you bring in the backup, so that's flukes. That's that that fluke. I think that's more fluke because yeah. then you're going, oh, man, now, the backups in was no way we're going to win. Now, what if a couple of years later, Nick Foles leads his team in relief to the division round? of the NFC, the double doink against the Bears, wins yeah. a road playoff game. Does that lessen the Nick Foles fluke in that spot? No. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. The answer is no. Uh, I'm not uh, letting you slide uh, with that one. Now, Brock Purdy I kind of like the levels out. of fluke conversation. Yeah, yeah this is good. That real block, Brock Purdy could end up being He could fluke. end up being a fluke. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he's probably of any, any he's player on the in the train. NFL. He's on, yeah. fluke, he's he's on, on fluke watch, watch right now. Yeah, <laughs> Purdy's on fluke watch right now. Uh, over the years, what's the flukiest thing you've seen in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. What's the flukiest thing you've seen in sports and who is on Fluke Watch right now? No matter the sport, who or what is on Fluke Watch right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. This man for decades has been an institution in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, your ear issues, your nose issues, your throat issues. You hear me talking about it all the time. Just from a lifestyle perspective, so many people just go about their days. Oh, I've got ear pain. Ah, uh, I'm always congested. Ah, this throat issue. And they just think, oh, I'm getting older. Nah, I've always been like that. That's how it goes. More often than not, there's actually a fix for that. And that's where Dr. Neil Goldhaber comes in. He's here to help you. Dr. Neil Goldhaber is not just a cornucopia of random sports information that he gave him an outlet here on ESPN 106.3. He actually is making society a better place, helping you to live as pain-free as you can. The, uh, the, the, the consultation... Get it lined up at goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com, G-O-L-D-H-A-B-E-R, goldhabersinus.com, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, that's goldhabersinus.com. Talking flukes. Over the years, what's the flukiest thing you've seen in sports and who or what is on fluke watch right now? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. We're full of social media as well. We'll hit everything when we come back. He's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. That's the Odorsey WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. All right, so I realized, Dr. Goldhaber, that I opened myself up to this by <laughs> by um, adding a question to what we've been talking about. We're talking flukes because uh, unnamed NBA executives, according to Zach Lowe, are wondering if what the Heat did this year was a fluke when I don't think by definition... You can call the Heat a fluke because once the postseason came, they reverted to what they've been the last five years, and that's a championship contender, even though the regular season was underwhelming. But then we we were talking about uh, Brock Purdy being on fluke watch. Mm. I understand by doing that that if we're talking fluke watch, I suppose I need to admit that FAU basketball is probably (laughs) just, if we're being fair... On Fluke Watch. Are they a fluke? No. They're bringing everybody back. (laughs) Dusty May is going to be a National Coach of the Year candidate again. uh, FAU is going to uh, win the American. Sorry, Penny. Sorry, Memphis. (laughs) 
Um, I'm going to do you again. Worry yeah. about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say he's sitting at home for yeah, the first but, two uh, weeks right, of the season. But programs like FAU, I mean, all, you know, uh, with, with with true like love and respect for FAU, right? I, they're they're flukes. I mean, you know, they're not the blue bloods, right? So you say fluke. Blue, I see dynasty. Well, Upcoming that's dynasty. why you're on fluke watch. That's right. You right. got to see it. We got to see it, it next yeah. year. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Which they would have in no other way. But it is funny because when you open up this question. It's all in that same South Florida run because you could say the same thing about the Panthers, maybe. <laughs> right. Kane's you can basket- say about Kane's basketball. But Kane's basketball has yeah. at least had a little good. bit of yeah. a no, they, I mean, these yeah. are teams that yeah, yeah. can be in the top 25. You yeah. Know. I'd like to see FAU. I mean, has there been a. It's too, too early for preseason rankings. They're going to be in the top five, probably. Definitely in the top 10 in both polls. In, in top 10, really? Yeah. That's going to be De- tough. Definitely top 10. I would think AP, uh, either AP or coaches, they'll be in the top five. You think so? Yep. With the respect I, that Dusty has, absolutely. I know they'll be top 10, but I wonder if there's hesitancy because we're talking about nationwide because AP poll is being voted on by media media and nationwide. But, but think about it. If you're media, okay, and all of a sudden you know that FAU, you know FAU. Like for yeah. a vast majority of the voters, this is different than any other year. You know who FAU is and you see, oh, wait, they brought everybody back yeah. and Dusty May got locked up for 10 years. But you know how Why wouldn't I put is. him in the top five? You know how media That's is. Fair. They're going to look over at USC and say, oh, well, they got- I mean, we know Andy Cats Ronnie won't have us in the that, top that's 10. Why, that's yeah. why they won't be up there yeah. because of Bronnie. Oh, yeah? You think they get, they get dipped in ratings? You, you think ESPN is going to allow for, for USC <laughs> oh, no, not to be we're in the gonna, top Oh, no. We're going to see them every night. <laughs> yeah. You oh, know yeah. that. Yeah. ESPN is about to become the USC Sports oh, Network. Gosh. It's going to be ridiculous. LeBron, uh, LeBron Cam on them. Uh, uh, talking watching. flukes. Uh, James tweets in, Florida scoring 24 runs in a College World Series game. Mm, it didn't look like a fluke. That happened yesterday. It didn't yeah. look like a fluke. Uh, what's, uh, so, so Gators fans, paying attention. Uh, on the precipice of a national championship, it's going to be decided in a, in a game three. Uh, what's more fluky, the uh, Gators uh, scoring 24 runs or the Gators' bad bullpen in game one of the College World Series? See, I watched Stone. Stone was <laughs> killing me for not watching the College World Series. I watched... I watched. What's more fluky? Answer the question. Uh, I guess scoring 24 runs, right? Because it wasn't even accomplished at all during the season if it wasn't a group of five Power 5 teams. So I'd go that one. But yeah, good call in the bullpen. Collapsing. But, but again, Power 5 <laughs> team, right? I mean, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not LSU playing, you know, Colgate. Right, I mean, right. Anybody who goes to Colgate, yeah, no disrespect, but but you know what I mean. So you know what, honestly, disrespect. I'll I'll, two two big (laughs) teams. No, two teams that are always seemingly up there, right? Yeah, powerhouses. So yep, not gonna be uh, not gonna be a fluke when Tom Herman brings uh, FAU to the uh, New Year's Day Bowl this year. You calling it right now? But it's gonna be a big year in Boca. I'm I'm going. I'm pumped the brakes. New Year's Day Bowl? Oh, yeah. He already did it at Houston. Why not FAU? Year Same one. conference. Year one. Uh, it was year two, I think. I know, I'm just saying, you're thinking, if he does it year one, we're going to have to put them on fluke watch, too. I mean, we're throwing them. <laughs> we're going to be putting everybody on fluke watch out here if that uh, happens. Over the years, what's the flukiest thing you've seen in sports, and who or what is on fluke watch right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063, 888-760-3776. GT tweets in, the Cubs winning the World Series. Mm. Now, I'm very anti-Cub. Uh, I appreciate that sentiment, but it felt like it was pretty inevitable that the Cubs were going to get to that point. But especially, see, they again, didn't come this, well, this is also, again, back to definition, right? The Cub, that Cub team was a great team that yeah. year. Mm-hmm. That was so, a long so, runway so, to that point. But just so you see what I mean, so going back to the Cardinals, the 06 Cardinals, yeah. they were mediocre at best. All season, yeah. So to me, that's a fluke. You know what's you funny? Know? You mentioned that 06 Cardinals team. I, that was the year after the White Sox won the World Series. And so, uh, me being a White Sox fan, you go to a, you, you, that, that's when, like, the days of just being able to walk up and buy tickets to a 20,000 uh, 20, attendance, uh, that, that, that's a done deal. But you go to as many games as you can. And I remember in July, the White Sox beating the Cardinals like 25 to 2 in July. And the Cardinals looked horrible. And then they go on and win the World Series. So, that's, that's, that's really a fluke. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, the Cubs, I'm not sure that's a fluke. Like, yeah, they won the World Series, but again, there was a long lead up with core players that got him. Well, to that can point. we say they were due? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose yeah. after all that time, they were due. Huh. Wrigley Field still smells like urine. Um, over the years, what's the flukiest thing you've seen in sports? 888-760-3776. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Jupiter. Let's go to Ron on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Ron? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. 
All right. My uh, my biggest fluke is in the NFL. You got the Houston Oilers and the Buffalo Bills. Houston winning 35-3. to They pulled Jim Kelly, and they bring in Frank Wright. Yep. And Buffalo comes back and wins in, in a miracle. I yep. mean, it was just a fluke. And- That's that's my fluke. Yeah, that's a good one, and that that was the biggest comeback in in playoff history. Um, but the Bills went on to the Super Bowl after that, and that was in the midst of their four straight Super yeah. Bowl. Appearances. And, you know, and I'm not I'm not I'm not denying what what the caller just said, but I'm trying to I remember that it was Frank Reich. But did they pull Jim Kelly in that game? I think or, he got or, hurt. I think he was hurt yeah. also. That's why I'm asking. I think that he question. got. I think he got hurt in the second quarter, early in the second quarter, and then Frank Reich, or it was at the end of the second quarter. Frank Reich came out, played the entire second half, beat Warren Moon and the Oilers. Mm. Um, but that was that was in the midst of four straight Super Bowls. So in the moment. Like that comeback may have been fluky, fluky but the Bills game. is a fluky team. Game, right. Yes, yeah, I agree. Right, fluky game, but the yeah. Bills is a team that was not a fluky team, right, at all. And there it goes again because now we're trying to define where the goalposts are. If he's saying that game was a fluke, then yeah, I can see that game flow being a yeah. pretty big fluke. Now I would argue too, and I that was that was ninety two, I believe. So that was that's me at eight years old. I'm in the prime of my sports life at that point. Like you're reading box scores back when people read newspapers every day and all that stuff. Um, I, I remember vivid moments of that game, watching it in my family room in suburban Chicago. There was nothing fluky about the comeback the Bills made. There were no tip passes. There was no, like, Seahawks-Packers NFC title game. needed. They found a way back into the game that the Seahawks did with a uh, fake field goal that turned into a touchdown and all that stuff. It was just the Oilers just fell apart, just completely fell apart, couldn't play anymore. The Bills suddenly played like the Bills, even though it was Frank Reich at quarterback. There's also, like, fluky to me is tip passes or miracle plays that get you back into it or calls that get you back into the game. There was none of that in that game. That was just the Bills outplaying the hell out of the Oilers for two quarters to a, a historic extent. Yeah, I wasn't born yet, so I couldn't. I mean, there are times <laughs> I was going to say, I feel very old here. <laughs> I know. Like, in 1992, yeah. I was like... In my first year of residency. Yeah. <laughs> Goldhaber and I are just having our, our own conversation about uh, back yeah. in the day here. Meanwhile, Theo and Stone have no idea what we're talking about. Like, well, Frank Wright played uh, football? <laughs> when you met, how about Bucky Dent's home run in this in the Yankee Red Sox playoff game? I'm not old enough for that. That was 78. Well, but you, but you do oh, yeah, know, I know about yeah, it. Yeah. I would call that a – I mean, you're aware of that's a famous Oh, Bucky Dent. Who doesn't know about Bucky Dent? <laughs> I mean, BD. he was my idol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a it's, Bucky Dent's poster when he did Bucky that. Dent, Bucky Dent, Bucky Dent. No S. <laughs> not Bucky Dent's. No multiple Dent's. Idiot. Uh, now that's Bucky. the name of the uh, the uh, car repair place, right? Ah, Bucky Dent's. Ah, yeah, that's uh-huh. what it was. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, was that was fluky. By the oh, way, oh yeah, for sure, for sure, no doubt about it. Light hitting shortstop. Yeah, playoff game. Now, if you want to go to the 2005 White Sox, uh, like I had mentioned, fluky would be uh, Scott Pesednik, who had not hit a home run all regular season, hitting a walk off home run, uh, <laughs> a walk off home run in uh, in game two of that series. How are you gonna bring up Scott at a time like this? We're talking flukes. You're talking about Scott. Stone. Scott Pedroia. I mean, no, that's that's not. What his are you name. talking about, Scott Pesednik? Pesednik, bro. <laughs> you know Scott Pesednik. I, I, what is happening right now? I. Uh, <laughs> that was 2005. You don't know, sports nerds is what's happening, which uh, I love. I Jake, love it. I just it's over my head sometimes. Jake is in Port St. Lucie. You were alive I on Kelvin Alive. What's up, Jake? How you guys doing? Good, Good. afternoon. Good afternoon. I got a. I got a couple ones for you okay. um this one's for dean thomas's boy matt sarah when he uh beat george st pierre i think that was 07 you know it was like a first round knockout and gsp was like pretty much the best at the time and pretty much still is but uh sure. then when they fought again it was just a straight you know beat down to what should have happened first time around yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and then the other one with boxing you definitely gotta go buster douglas oh yeah he just reminded me of that yep mm. for sure <laughs> yeah that, that's so the that biggest one. fluke in boxing yeah i know it right might there. be the biggest fluke Maybe in, in sports, sports yeah. period yeah i mean it's right up there stone what about you i'm fearful of this by the don't way don't be and you never heard of scott pesetnik come on man don't do that to i me. had his jersey I was a huge, <laughs> huge fan of Scotty. I had well, I had this one Scott Pesednik trading card. Got it signed. Lost it. Sold it for seventy five cents. <laughs> <sighs> All right. What's your stone? No, don't be fearful. Mine's two thousand nine. It's that Minnesota Vikings NFC Championship run with Brett Favre. For, for me, that stands out. And, and Golden Haber talked about how they're all personal. How you can recall all of those. For me, it was Brett Favre 
with his wheelchair and a peg leg out there, and they go 12-4 and four throughout the season, start 10-1. and one. They're undefeated at home. They beat Green Bay in Green Bay. It was Brett Favre taking a Vikings team to an NFC championship when we all thought he should have retired, and quite frankly, he actually should have retired. Mm-hmm. And going on that run, to me, stood out. like That, 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 one, that one rings bells. I, I want to fight it, but I suppose by definition, sure. But that was, that was at that was least a-, a Vikings team that had weapons. They were a Brett Favre if he plays like his final year in Green Bay away from doing something in the postseason. But hadn't he already been on the Jets at that point? He was had. That? Yeah, so I'm going to agree with you over there. I, I think, again, what did we say the definition when it's unexpected? Yeah. I, I would say that that was so the fluky. season was a fluke, or but the playoff run was kind of expected at that point because they were so right. Good. No, I think the season the was season a fluke. itself. Do, do you guys remember the NFC Wild Card game against the San Francisco 49ers where he, with zero seconds left as time expires, throws a pass to the very, very back of yeah, the end zone and he toe drives right. it, and that brings him to an NFC Championship yeah, game? That's like a nothing great point. that season made sense. Yeah. All right, I'll give it to you. Had, I'll give it to you. They did have some weapons, though. That was Antonio. I mean, Adrian Peterson. That was Sidney Rice. That did was all those Percy guys at that time yet. I'm not sure who Percy Harvin. Uh, he wasn't there yet. Or he was there. I feel like he was there. I, I think he might have been there. I think, I I think, think he was there. drafted in like 2011 or, or one of the later years. Nah, because he was playing with Tebow at Florida right. at like 06, 07. Just double, double check the roster because now I don't want to. Percy was there. I after know you Percy guys don't there. know Scott Pesednik, I don't want you guys to make further <laughs> jackasses of yourself here. Percy Harvin um, was there. He might have had a concussion. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'll going? give you that, though. I'll give you. I'll get, see, and it, it, I almost asked, then what about Brady going to Tampa? And winning Uh-oh. the Super Bowl. Uh-oh. No, I'm going to say no because because Brady didn't have like a down year before that. Right. Like he was still I would I want to By say at the height of his maybe. powers, but yeah. he he was still considered like was well good. he was still, still and then he followed up with a home playoff game the very next year. Yes, and that eventual champions needed to do something on the final play to yeah. to beat him. That's actually all right, Stone. That's not bad. Uh, did one. you get Percy Harvin? No Percy Harvin on this squad. Really? Okay. Yeah, this was the Jared Allen defensive years. I think that yeah. was a little before Percy. I think. Huh. Uh, over the years, the flukiest thing you've seen in sports, and who's on fluke watch for you right now? Who's on fluke watch? Brock Purdy is there, I suppose, by definition, though they're going to prove they're, they're going to be off yeah. the fluke watch list is uh, FAU basketball. Yep. Uh, who else? Who else would be on on Fluke Watch right Fluke now? Fluke Watch. You probably got to put the Florida Panthers on there. What about the Jaguars? Ooh. What about Jackson? Because of how they came back in that playoff game, yeah. weak I, division. I think there's more so to be optimistic They've had about one, that Jags. Team. Maybe, but they had one. They it, they could be on Fluke Watch though. They could be on Fluke if they, Watch if they go four and thirteen this year. I mean, it, it, I, I don't see it happening, but. It could happen. It could happen. I don't want to put the Dolphins on there. Was right. there enough of Tua to be on Ooh. Fluke Watch, or is he still TBD? I think because there's Fluke and there's it's TBD. It's easier to answer that no. if he played the full season. I think the Dolphins might be heavier on Fluke Watch than the Jaguars. I would agree. That's why I brought them up. I would agree. A lot of people picking the Dolphins this year. They're, why not? What's well, not to got, love, Doctor? No, I, I'm with you. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not anti-Dolphin. I'm saying is uh, they've got a lot. They got a lot going on there. They got a lot of weapons. They got good. Good defense. Let me ask: Are the Giants on fluke? I think Daniel watch? Jones Hell. is on. Fluke I would watch. say, yeah. well, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. Okay. I'm, as much as that pains me, but but I I don't think I don't think they're going to crash and burn. I think I think the the arrow is 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 firmly up with them, given what they did last year, given really? their coaching staff. Given given the front office, sure, that there's like some real stability and 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 lest we forget that Daniel Jones did that with with no weapons. Yeah. Now if you see yeah. what they got coming into camp, they've got some people to throw to. Uh, not a fluke, bright line. That's the way to get through South Florida. Go to see the Marlins. Are they on fluke watch? Mm, maybe a discussion to be had. Uh, I tell you what. I tell you what's going to be busy too. Once Lionel Messi, not a fluke, by the way, goes to uh, goes to Inter Miami and starts playing this summer, uh, taking that yellow train down to Fort Lauderdale, ride showing to Dry Pink Stadium. That. It's going to be the move. You don't want gridlock. You don't want to stay stuck in traffic. There's no such thing as rush hour here in South Florida because it's all rush hour all the time. Take Brightline, the beautiful stations in West Palm, Boca Raton, Aventura, Fort Lauderdale, Miami Central Station. Go Brightline.com. Free Brightline app. The premium seating, that is the Ken LaVica go-to. The premium seating with the premium lounge and the stations. The premium seating on the train, the snacks, the drinks, the comfort, the riding in style, and the best part – 
being able to mock the people stuck in traffic because you decided to make the right call and take Brightline. With service to Orlando as well, it's Brightline. GoBrightline.com, free Brightline app. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. Over the years, the flukiest thing you've seen in sports and who or what right now is on Fluke Watch. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Oh, talking flukes. The heat, I, I just want to, I, I want to I make it crystal clear. The heat of this year not a fluke. Maybe the regular season, like Theo pointed out, the fluke, but the heat and what they accomplished is not like a fluke in the grand scheme of things in the NBA. Uh, Dr. Goldhaber on the break brought up the 99 Knicks as a fluke team, but yeah, I suppose if you see the eight seed in front of their, 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 their name and go into the finals before losing to the Spurs, but that was a perennial playoff team leading into that, and then you pointed out, Dr. Goldhaber, Ewing was hurt. It was a shortened season because of the uh, the lockout. And then Ewing's hurt, didn't even play in the regular season. They didn't even get him back till the postseason. So that was almost just like, by circumstance, they ended up where they were going into the playoffs. And then they played to the Knicks' ability mm. and a fairly rested Ewing at that part that helped them. There's just there's just context to, yeah. to everything with that. Um, over the years, the flukiest thing you've seen in sports. I think Linsanity is up there for me. Uh, Dr. Goldhaber brought up a bunch of them, including including NC State basketball. Fluky plays. We can talk uh, Bill Buckner. That's that's as fluky as it comes right there. I, I, that That is as fluky as it comes. Uh, what was yours again, Theo? Mine was Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Yeah. Joe Flacco in the 2012 postseason. Yeah. How do you feel about Bill Buckner, though? Bill Buckner, come on. That's a fluke. He he reached down. He didn't get the ball. No, that was a fluke. This, he was – he. I mean, not that – See, Stone thought but, I didn't know who Buckner was. But at that point, Down too, but Buck, Buckner. Buckner was older, but he was he was like a in the past a Gold Glove first baseman. Yeah. So that's that was very, it was fluke. You expect Buckner to make that play? He shouldn't have actually been in the game at that point. That's one of the criticisms that McNamara, yeah. the, co- the the manager, manager of the Red Sox, should have uh, defensively substituted for him at that point. But yeah. That was a tough one. You, you were thinking no, the same thing, too? If I'm in the manager's <laughs> shoes at that point, I'm like, yo, let's get Bill Buckner out of there. Let's win this thing. Let's win this <laughs> let's thing. Let's win this thing. And, uh, uh-huh. He didn't do that. That's, oh, that's a fireball man. offense. That was a tough World Series for me. Two teams I hated, boy. <laughs> it, it's uh, How do you root in do you that want World the Series? Do you want the sports. Mets? Do you want the Red Sox or the Asteroid? I'll take the Asteroid. <laughs> uh, over the years, the flukiest thing you've seen in sports, and who or what is on Fluke Watch right now, a la Brock Purdy, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Let's go to West Palm. That's where we find Chris on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Chris. Hey. Hey. Go ahead, I'm turn your radio down about, real quick, Chris. There you go. Oh, I'm calling about um, Chicago Bulls and the Miami Heat when Derrick Rose missed that shot. That was a fluke. Uh, in the in the the 2011 Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Yes. In, in that was a fluke when he missed the shot. I had to go back. And yeah, because um, Boozer right under the goal and oh, he yeah. passed it. Yeah, and, and he, he faked. He faked. LeBron went up like he faked, like he went up, but he didn't go up, and he came and blocked their road shot. Yep, yeah, that was in Game uh, Five of that series, and appreciate the call. I don't know if that's a fluke it's though, not a fluke. because they <laughs> that was the closeout game in the uh, the Heat one and five. Yeah. So and also like and the Heat hit nine thousand threes in the final three minutes to come back and beat the the Bulls in that game. And the Heat was like, oh, um, oh, we know how we could stop the uh, Derrick Rose problem. Put LeBron on him, right? And it worked. Yeah, it it definitely yeah. worked. And then it continued to work over the next like yeah. I don't know. Three years. Well, then Derrick Rose's knees. And then his knee. Yeah. Uh, That that injury, not a fluke. That ended up defining Derrick Rose's career. Uh, Also in West Palm, it's Tommy on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Tommy. Hey, guys. How you going? How's it going? Good, man. All right. So my fluke is um, Tim Tebow. There you go. 2012 against the Billers, man. That's a good one. Oh, man. 
and no, Tommy, it hits, the first, it hits yeah. so hard when Go you're ahead. on the receiving end of that fluke. Like that, that is like that. Anybody with a brain knows that Tim Tebow was never and could never be an NFL quarterback, except he had that one fleeting moment of glory against your team. Right, right. First play of overtime. Yep, yep. First play. Insane. Uh, Tommy, appreciate the call. That you know what though? That's how I felt. I was at the uh, the Tebow game against the Dolphins, where the Dolphins are rolling fourth quarter. All of a sudden. Tebow happened. Tebow time. And then he couldn't do anything wrong. And you've got Matt Prater hitting nine, 90-yard field yeah. goals to force overtime and just insane. Listen, I'm, he he was the definition of a winning player. He just wasn't talented enough for the NFL. Yeah, winning mentality. Uh, noodle I, arm with an eight-minute no, long I, 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 I agree. But, I mean, if you're going to define winning player, you know, taking everything else out of the context there. I mean, this guy, like, that's what I mean. The, for him yeah. to even win those games, right? it's just it's a testament to him. Oh, for uh, sure. You know. he, he maximized everything he had. I would say he, he exceeded what he yeah. probably physically should have been in the NFL. He, he exceeded everything, but, he, yeah, winning, winning. He was a winning player. He won a lot, but come on. He was, yeah, winning player. Let's just slow down a little yeah, bit. Winning no, I'm, just, I'm saying he was a winning player. I didn't say he was a great NFL player. Far from it. I'm just yeah. saying, and I agree, he was a fluke. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm giving him credit for. He, he leaves it all out there. That's what I'm saying. He, he I does say, everything he can. I thought he would be a fluke television analyst. Yeah, I love great. watching him on the SEC Network. I think he is superb. Okay, superb. He's phenomenal. <laughs> I don't think Theo agrees at no, all. No, no, I'm cool. I got an okay. No, I'm he goes, still- okay. Doesn't watch the SEC Network. What a this uh, what a backhanded <laughs> what a backhanded compliment he's, he's that disrespecting was disrespecting Scott Pasudo. He's making Pesednik. fun of Bill Buckner <laughs> and, and he's doing all. Come on, Theo. Tim Tebow is no Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about Kendrick Perkins, TV analyst? Fluke. He's, it's a fluke that he's made in eight years. It feels like it feels like he's been on TV for a decade as much oh, as I see him. Man, I love it. Titus is in Jensen Beach on ESPN 106.3. Titus, what's your fluke? Oh, man, I don't know if this goes down as the flukiest play or the stupidest play, but I got to go with Russell Wilson throwing the pick oh. at the two-yard line yeah, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, is it fluky yes, or stupid? It is. You know? Or is it fluky and stupid? Yes, yes. I, I, Yeah, let's, let's go with the slash. Let's go with the slash <laughs> because slash there, there's no way in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. So I just appreciate that. Yeah, if there was a Venn diagram of fluke, and stupid, they oh. they overlap. How about the Falcons losing that that twenty eight to three lead? Is that a fluke Tom, or is that Tom Brady? Tom that's Brady's Brady. whole career is a fluke. That's what it, that's the thing. You can go through every it's, single year that he won a championship. Well, that was that was just crazy. That was crazy. Every it's, single year, but something crazy. It can't be a fluke. I'm not, no, no, I'm it not. can't be a fluke because if I if I'm going to say that Oilers losing to Bills was not a fluke, then that can't be a fluke. No, that I, was just, that's I'm just saying that that game was yeah. was so fluke. It can't be a fluke if you're known for doing something. I'm I would say saying. the Falcons blowing out the Patriots would have been a fluke. <laughs> right. I, I mean, right. That's, 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 true. that's true. I'm not saying. And again, all due to respect to Tom Brady, the goat, whatever. But I'm just saying a sixth round pick doing what he did in his career. His career was a fluke. Yeah, it was a fluke. You do that career a hundred times, there's no way it keeps ending up where he wins. <laughs> yeah, seven I don't know. Super Bowls. I don't know if that really. Yeah, see, I'm if, not if sure he, about if, that. He, if he, no, but if he won it once and then was like terrible, then you go, wow, what a I'm fluke. I'm not saying the season. I'm saying his career was a fluke. I don't think you have much support behind. What? No, that no, doesn't I, matter. I, I know I'm what you're saying, yes. but you got to back up looking at like the galaxy at I'll that point. I'll give you all of it. You know he cheated right. halfway through it. Right, he was with one organization that just so happened to have the greatest coach wow. of all time. Oh Theo, yeah, you need, you need the injury the, happened for him to get on the field. Theo, Theo needs eight, the psychologist he, uh, couch, yeah, I think. He won seven. Got a lot Super of Bowls. issues. Yeah. I love Tom Brady. How's, how's Bill Belichick doing right I'm now? The biggest Brady fan ever. You know what? This Luke, the troll is coming out, and it when is. we get Theo to the I'm point where he's just trolling, that's it what's is. happening I'm right being here. Honest, uh, Doctor Goldhaber. I know uh, you. Uh, you have to actually go go do a job that contributes to society. This is more fun. I know. Well, you'll be back soon. You'll be back soon. We're going to have you in very, very soon. But again, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. He is the premier ENT, Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, goldhabersinus.com. And again, I urge you, if you have a snoring problem, congestion, ear issues, uh, you have throat problems, this isn't the norm. This isn't something that you have to just deal with because that's just how my body's made up. No, there are fixes for this. And that's where Dr. Goldhaber comes in. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Goldhaber. 
Appreciate you, sir. Thank you so much, brother. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. A lot of fun. Uh, when we come back, we'll keep taking your calls, talking flukes in sports, and I have a whole bunch of other nonsense for you. It's a Monday. It's where we unload our nonsense. He is Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.